Well, welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast. My name is Chris Marie, and I do have Trey Beasy. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm back at it. Yeah, man, he's back on this episode, man. Time has flied so far. How you feeling? Man, same old, same old. I'm just taking everything a day at a time, reaching closer to my goals, no matter how slow and frustrating it is. But, you know, I'm, I always just keep pushing. Yeah, life always goes on. Life always keeps pushing. So, yeah, y'all, welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast, y'all. We are at episode, I think, 78. No, we are at episode 79. So, we are rolling. We are trucking. So, we talk about celebrity news, entertainment news, and hippie shit, and everything up under the sun. So, let's get a crack of lacking with these celebrity topics. So, I don't know if you have seen that Keelani... Um, that Keelani versus Christian Walker debacle. Um, but did you see it? No, I haven't. So I'm just going to explain it to you. So basically, my lovely... If y'all don't know, if y'all haven't heard from, like, podcasts, like, a lot of podcasts ago, I love me some Dan Keelani. And in my head, of all heads, I'm being delusional. That's my wife. Um, literally, she was at Starbucks just getting her drink or whatever. The next thing you know, like, Christian Walker was basically upset. He's, like, a popular TikToker. He was basically upset. because Like, he's a popular TikToker, a Trump supporter. Like, he's very big in, like, Trump support and all that bullshit. So he was very upset because... Um, they had a lot of pride flags and they didn't only have one American flag, one American flag. Mind you, he is included in pride because he's gay as well. Um, and the LGBTQ plus community, like he's, he was very active in that as well, but he was very upset because it only was a one American flag. So he just started turning up, asking the Starbucks, being very demanding with the Starbucks co-worker, like Starbucks, like on workers saying, Oh, you need to um have another, um you need to have an um, American flag or whatever like that. And next thing you know, like him acting crazy, Keanu was like, "Oh, well, that's that popular TikTok dude from um, that's the popular TikTok dude. He's an asshole." He got out of his fucking car and was like, "Oh, ma'am, you don't have to call me an asshole. You can get your drink and fucking leave. Like you can just just yelling at Keanu and all this other stuff." Mind you, Keanu was on the on Facetime with her therapist at the time while this was going on in her car so i'm just like bro why are you doing all this and, and you rushing the starbucks employee you already know anytime you go to starbucks you know the line is going to be long so i don't know how you feel about that oh man like this just goes like there's a lot of things um to, to take apart there all right first thing first y'all y'all know just because like there's a worker shortage in fast food because people don't want to work at um, places like that because they don't pay enough Thanks, so if, so if y'all um discussed it with the long lines at starbucks Apply and get a job. Right. Leave it there. I'm gonna just leave that at that. And then two, the man was mad over American flag. Right. What man? He, the dude just wanted to complain, just to be a complaint, man. He just, I guess, on that TikTok fame got to his head, and he just thinking he better than everybody now. And for him to set the Kalani like that, like with with really no basis, like she called you an asshole because you was acting like one. Right. Like, literally, like, Keelani was just being nice and namaste and not even letting that bother her or mess up her speech, like, her peace or even, like, mess up her session with her damn therapist. I'm like, why are you acting like this? Like, what are you going to gain from this, you know? Like, uh, literally turned into a damn Karen. Literally a damn, that's the that's the one that was saying, like, don't bring your ghetto here. Don't bring your, that's the same. Oh, that's, oh, oh. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally like very much giving Karen very much giving Trump supporter and very I just don't understand like if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community 
why are you upset about American flags and, and pride flags? Like, why are you mad about pride? Pride is what you stand for as well, right? If you're a part of the community. Like, I don't get it. Is all over, the dude is all over the place because the same people he's supporting are the same people that look that, that talk against everything um, the LGBT trying to accomplish. So I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what his angle is here. I really, so. I don't either. But I don't know if you also have seen that Khloe Kardashian expecting a baby boy with Tristan Thompson via surrogate. And if you don't know that Tristan Thompson has cheated on Khloe numerous times, and he just had a baby previously with the girl he was um, arguing with on social media, and people were just ripping Khloe a new one, saying. How could you even do this? Like, like it's basically saying I'm staying by my man. Like, I understand we can't speak on a lot of people's relationships because we're on the outside looking in. But when you see that this man has is a habitual cheater, it's like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, I like you. You just said it earlier. You don't know what goes on inside people's relationships. Some people put up with the cheating. Some people don't. Apparently, she one of them girls that gonna put up with the cheating. She said, that's a man that's just going to stay beside him no matter how hard it, it gets. She going to make it work. Everybody was saying Lamar was just a better catch. Like, I'm like, I've seen some clips on, like, social media, like, with Lamar, and he's on, like, this show. Um, oh, yeah, he's on um, college. Yeah, he's on the new college hill. Yeah, he's very disgusting. Um, This man doesn't wash his hands after he uses the bathroom. He, like, basically uses a toothbrush to, like, dig in his ass. He basically Oh no 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 you lying bro no. man that gotta be for the script man that can't be him they said he just pulled it out like it was normal that gotta be the script uh-huh. like when he was dating, when he was dating Chloe the Kardashians was like Lamar never washes his hand Lamar has holotosis oh my god <laughs> like literally that would that what everybody on the Kardashians was saying like, <laughs> This has been a habit. Like, I'm not dealing with a man that tall. Like, nigga, you got too much money for that bullshit. Are you serious? God. Yes. Like, you can look. You can look it up. Like, you, it's even clips when Kim is saying like Lamar's breath is always very tired. Like, it's always very like tired. Like, literally. Oh my god, man! Come wow. Yeah, like you got too much money, and nigga, you got veneers. Why is your breath high? Man, I, I, man, see, I bet you Tristan out clean. That's why she's still with him. She had, to deal with, she had to deal with that, man. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like she acting like she can't get another man. Like, baby, like, what is going on? Like I said, y'all don't know what Tristan do for her, man. Y'all don't know. Man, I don't know. Like, to each his own. Um, I don't know also that you've seen, like, the baby artist. Um, She decided to leave the Billion Dollar Babies label because of the incident she had with Stunna Fo Vegas about him pulling a gun out on her due to his girlfriend. Man, I don't know what kind of business um the baby is running. Like first he like a couple months ago he slapped his um artist with. Yes. And then now you got a and now you got a your new female artist that you just signed maybe three four months ago already leaving your already leaving your um your label and and you want to tell all about how your other artist Thunderfoot Vegas pulled a gun on her. Like it is too much. It's just getting too deep at this point. I'm like, bro, like, what is really going on with this label thing? Because at the end of the day, it seems like the business is just falling apart. Uh, I guess when he said, like, man, I guess when he made that Suge song, man, I guess he wanted to run that label like Suge. I'm like, bro, like, if, if they ain't making money, it ain't making sense. It ain't making sense, man. And then he already messing up his own bag, man, saying all kind of crazy stuff, man. First, he want to disrespect the gays. 
then, then you don't want to apologize. Then, then you then you um like embarrassing yourself and your baby mama. But the man all over the place. Very much all over the place. I'm just like, bro, make it make sense. If you don't know if you want to be a gangster, you don't know if you want to be an artist, you don't know if you want to be a fucking CEO. Like, what do you want to do, my G? Like, they need to clean that up, man. Cause like, and I'm, and it kind of makes me mad, man. Like seeing it like this, because I'm like, baby from the Carolinas, like baby was like the chosen one, right? I'm like, bro, nobody ain't come out of North Carolina since J Cole, and I was like, and J Cole came out in like '09, yeah. So, so I was like, bro, we ain't had nobody like you since like 10, 10 11 years ago, yeah. and so for you to come out and then be like the next light of hope. And then to screw it all up and within a three year span is just crazy. Right. It, it's just, I just don't understand. It's like, bro, like you, you are supposed to be the chosen one, but you acting like you're not. Like, oh, I feel like he letting the money and fame go to his head. Man, because like, like you even see when he goes on the Breakfast Club, even Charlemagne kind of takes up for him because he's from the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're all like, man, man, baby put a lot of SE dudes on. So I'm like, man, like that's why I got a little bit of respect for baby, man, because because baby put a lot of SE dudes on. Uh, when he came up, SC guys came up with him as well. So we so we were like, okay, it wasn't just like a North Carolina thing. It was like a Carolinas thing, right? We was rapping for that man hard when he came out. We was like, bro, this this nigga is a new, improved nigga. Like, bro, this nigga just he gonna be that dude. But. Oh my gosh, man! But, but, but like Stunner pulling his pulling out a gun on this, yeah, he need to talk to his own boy Stunner about that, bro. Yeah, because he's just messing up the business, man. Like, like I said, if you don't make money, it don't make sense. It so. don't make sense. Like, like at the rate he going, man, he 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 gonna be washed if he ain't there already. You don't think he there already? Yo, wow, you already wrote baby off. It's just the quality of music is not is not what it was. It is trash. It is trash. It is trash. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. His career is in the toilet, man. I I can't even defend it. Not uh, now that you say it like that. Yeah. The last four singles he had put out was pretty. And that wig song. I don't know if y'all on Introverted Hippie heard the wig song. That that was garbage. I, I don't even know why he released that. Very. And I'm mad. Money Bag Yo even did a verse on it. <laughs> I think money. I think the baby was having something like a concert or something, and Money Bag Yo didn't pull up, and something. It was a reports about all that, or whatever. Hmm. But hey, I wouldn't pull up either because, like, bro, your career is going down, downhill, man, downhill. The man, man, baby, ain't catch a W since two thousand twenty. That's terrible. Very much terrible. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna talk about this topic, but I was just thinking about it because I was scrolling through Twitter. Um, I don't know if you have seen like um, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Um, a lot of his stuff has leaked online from his iCloud, and, and I'm like, he's like, he's an attorney in like real life. Like he's an attorney, and he's a wild boy. Him with a bunch of different women, women sucking his dick. He's smoking weed. It's just like, bruh, people are been ripping him a new one, just like the last politician that was twerking on the internet. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, oh, Shawty that been turkin on the internet. Oh man, you, oh man, I wanted to talk about that, man. You should have made that a topic. <laughs> well, we can talk about it now, but since we just brought it up, because I'm like, I guess we're on politics right now. Because when you see Hunter's body, it's like when you see Hunter's body, like somebody made like a whole mashup of clips where it's like nothing but like stuff that was in his iCloud. Like it's mad crazy. It's like with women sucking his dick, him with out with different women, him kissing on women. Him smoking weed, him just doing wild shit to his dick. It's, it's just a lot of crazy shit in them, in them clips, man. Wow. Yeah, but the, I feel like I don't feel bad for the center that's working. I'm like, in the day, like, yeah, they do they do craziest shit behind the scenes as we see about her, her, um, Joe Biden. So, uh, now, now, old girl that was twerking, man, I understand, man. She trying to be part of the culture and twerking for votes and shit. But, Crit, Crit, man, she represents us. Man, at the end of the day, you man. representing us in a in a um in a power structure that's not meant for us. Mm. So what you saying? They gotta bring shame back. They gotta bring shame back. Yeah, what you saying? They gotta bring shame back. What do you mean? Uh, explain what you mean by bringing shame back. Like, bro, like y'all bitches don't be ashamed going online showing y'all bare ass twerking on. You got a whole profession. Oh, no, no, not necessarily. No, she she's a politician, so she held to a different standard. Yeah, you got a whole occupation that's like a hold to a different standard. Like, you know, like, 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 she's not even a regular ass politician. She's a fucking senator. A fucking senator. You can't do that. Now, I yeah, I understand right. like the argument, but like, man, so so what, man? It's all it's a day off like that, but like in that power structure like that, especially I'm like, brother, Republicans are gonna have a field day with that shit, and they surely did. Yeah, and in the day, but it's like, bro, everybody human, man. Damn. No, I understand everybody human, but you don't have to. Okay, okay, having fun on your own time is different. Uh, it's cool, but the bit. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry y'all oh now no, stop okay all right but but the senator was twerking and then said come vote for me you put your job in with your fun mm. bro okay man job <laughs> like come on you held to a stand you plug your job in with it so you can't even separate the two at this point you right, you right, you right, you right. Like, come on, like you held to a certain standard. Like, you can't, like you literally can't do that. Like, even though Obama, like even though Obama is a politician, I mean, he he don't. I mean, even though Obama's not no longer president anymore, even though he's known as a former president, and weed is legal in certain states, bro. If if we at least see like LeBron, I um, mean, we see Obama pulling up with a pack of gas, rolling up a joint. Like how that look? Yo, niggas gonna make that shit um a shirt like they did fucking um Martin Luther King with grills, bro. <laughs> Man, you know like how them ghetto dudes they come out with them little Zaza packs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they go, <laughs> bro. They go have the Obama pack, dog. They gonna have the Obama pack, man. They go, bro. They go, they they, they go make an edit up. They gonna make an edit of him with a fade with grills in his mouth and him rolling up and him breaking down the weed. Yo, nigga, slug running out, bro. Uh, super. For real, that shit be too crazy. All right, and, and, and now the Hunter Biden. Okay, I'm not even surprised about that because, like, okay, like y'all, I went to, when I went to college, I met people from all different kind of backgrounds, and I I I I wasn't. I got to learn like different types of like. White folks, like, the white folks that come from, like, them rich, powerful backgrounds, 
be wilding. Most definitely. And when and, and I knew one man, he, he dead now, man. Like RIP to him. Man, he died on drinking and driving. But Cuz was living wild. Like Cuz was out here popping the Zans, popping the Mollies, sniffing the cocaine, having threesomes with girls. Like he wasn't he he, he ain't famous like Hunter Biden, but his people had money. Ain't wrong. So, so everything that he doing does not surprise me. Ain't nothing wrong with a little white girl from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like my like my boy was wilding, man. Every time I used to see him, I used to I used to take shots with this dude, man. Man, that nigga was living on edge, huh? But on the edge, on the edge, man. They, they, he was having threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes. Dude on South Beach with a Lamborghini, like 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 dude was wilding. And R.I.P. to my boy, though, man. R.I.P. to R.I.P. to him, man. For real. Yeah, but he... <laughs> oh, no, oh, I actually also wanted to bring up this topic as well, you know, since we're on a tangent. How do you feel about you and your partner going to a new beach? Uh, to a new beach? I'm actually looking to it. That's not really something our people do. I would actually wouldn't mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's not something you already know. It's introverted hippie on that hippie shit. But, like, I just wouldn't mind. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? My body look all right. I could be naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I've been trying to look for one, but I'm like, hmm. I, I remember, like, growing up in South Florida, people used to talk about there is one in Miami, but I never, um, I, I ain't never, like, found it. I would love to go on a new beach. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to have the body out, just to be free. And, you know, just being a water, no judgment, everybody from everybody naked, you know, I would love that. Yeah, no pictures, no phones, no hard ons. Yeah. Like, I, that's still like one of the things I really, really want to do. I just got to find one. I found a nudist resort, but I'm trying to go to an actual beach beach. You know what I'm saying? It was. I, I found, man, it looked like nothing but old people go there. Yeah, I ain't trying. To, I see one. It's um, Hall Over Beach Park, Miami, Florida. So they do have a new beach. So okay, yeah, they told me about it when I was a kid, but that was years ago, and I never found it myself. Like, yeah. that might be the one that you just found. That that might be the one. Um, they, like them folks been talking about. Yeah, they say like um, it has a, like the world Guinness World Record for skinny dipping. So that sounds cool. That uh, sure, man. When you whenever you go, man, let me know. Oh, let me know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not like I want to go with you. Just let me know about it. You can't pull up on a new beach with me. You know, that wouldn't even be appropriate. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> bro, I'm going to have all the ass out, bro. <laughs> Cheeks out, buns out, funs out. You feel me? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I want to talk about this tweet as well. So, um, I can't, I can't find the tweet. I was trying to look for the tweet. I, I liked it and I can't find it in my mentions. But basically, they were basically saying how Laura London is being rebranded as like a widow. I understand, you know, she went through so much tragedy with Nipsey Hussle. And I understand that, you know, we can't just wash it over. We can't just wash that over because she does have a child with him. You know what I'm saying? A five-year-old son, you know. But it's just like, I just hate the fact that every single time we bring up Laura London, it's always tragedy. It's always death. It's always something dark. Like I like I watched the Angie um Angie Martinez new podcast in real life, and you know it was some heartfelt moments. And Lauren was really dropping some gems. You know I could tell she's she's been doing the work as she should to heal. But I'm just I just don't like to see her still in this dark place. No, I and I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. Like um, it, it's so that like the, the the girl has a whole career. 
She's right. still movies out here. Let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about more positive things that's going on in her life than, than her slain husband that she's trying to recover from. Right. It's just every single time I see an interview, it's always about death. Like even Lauren London was like, she's going to do a TED talk. And if she does have a TED talk, it's going to be about death. And I, I don't want to see that. Like I love Lauren London to death. I love what she stands for. I loved her even before Nipsey Hustle. I just feel like I just want to see some light at the end of the tunnel because everything has just been so dark for the past few years. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like, like you said, like she, she's still new, new to me. I've been a fan of her since then. So yeah, it's just, you know, I just peace, love and light goes out to Lauren London and her healing process. I know it's going to take time because every day it's going to hurt. And I know in the interview, she said that like, you know, she's accepting the fact that she, she's not going to get married. But like at the end of the day, I feel like whatever God brings into her life, you don't know who it may be or what it may be or when it may be. I feel like she should accept that with open arms because she don't never know what that may be. So peace, love and light and healing vibes to Lauren London. Um, so let's get into some funny shit. I don't know if you've seen Orlando Brown and Funny Marco basically talk about how Bow Wow Pussy is. <laughs> So that man tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy that that Bow Wow literally y'all gassed it up so far to the point where Bow Wow felt like he needed to go on Twitter and address it. <laughs> and then like, the craziest line out of the whole tweet was he was he was going off. I was taking him seriously until he got to the last line of his tweet. I am a boy, Damon. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You tweaking, bro. You on that part of hard, my G. Like, bro. I just feel like, bro, Orlando Brown, like, I don't know. Anytime somebody signed a Disney, Nickelodeon, or as a child star, it's always some crazy shit, dog. Um, hey, hey, Zendaya holding it down. Yeah. Zendaya and um, Sky Jackson ain't had the episode. They ain't had an episode yet. Yeah. So maybe they did some work within the structure. Um, but yeah, man, peace, love, and like with Orlando Brown too. <laughs> but that interview was um, funny as hell. Um, shout out to Funny Marco because I feel like Breakbeat Media is doing. Ooh, I, I think Breakbeat Media is doing something that's like cool, like more black media as they have. Don't call me white girl. They have basically um, Funny Marco. They have like the Hood podcast. Like I fuck with it, and I think like whatever they doing out there, keep on doing it. You know, just like with Charlamagne with the Black Effect. So yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess kind of that's the end. I don't really want to talk about Lucky Day and Neo. You know, Neo said he didn't sign Lucky Day because he, he, you know, he told Lucky Day not to sleep in his bed, but Lucky Day slept in his bed with a chick. I didn't even know Lucky Day wrote. Um, she got her own verse, and he wrote the whole Jamie Foxx verse. Wait, Lucky Day been in the game that long? Yeah, Lucky Day like thirty something. I didn't know. No, I didn't know he was in the music business that long. Though, like she got her own that. That's what, 08, 07? Yeah, he wrote the whole Jamie Foxx shit. Yeah. That is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, because like Neil. I thought he was a new act because I didn't start hearing about Lucky Day until Rose maybe Rose. 2015, 2016. Yeah, so Rose came out. Um, but like, like literally, like he could have got signed to Neil, but he fucked up. Only only thing Nico Neil Neo said was don't be in my space, and that's what he did was in that man's space, and you know what I'm saying? And, like, he wrote that whole verse. He was supposed to actually sing that, but after that whole altercation, they just got Jamie Foxx. Wow, that's crazy, but 
But hey, that comes to show, man. Even though that was a setback, he still ended up becoming famous at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, um, what they say, minor setback for a hey, comeback for a bigger comeback. So, you know, it's a lucky day. Um, so that is the end of the entertainment news, guys. So let's get on to the music talk. So, what have you been listening to? And what have I been listening to, man? I've been listening to um, the Steve Lacey. I'm really, I think his album should be out now. Um, I've been listening to Steve Lacey and that Brent Fires. How do you feel about the Brent Fires project on Wasteland? Like, what what's your favorite track so far on the, on the project? Man, my favorite track. Man, I, I like all of the songs. To be with you, like I'm a big Brent Fires fan. Yeah, I got a favorites. I like Loose Chains. I like Jackie Brown. I like Addictions. You know what I'm saying? I like little BET skits he got going on as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's cool. I ain't gonna hold you though. A lot of people were saying that like it was a, a really lazy project because it just it wasn't giving vocals like they wanted to. Oh man, so, oh, oh, so, so they don't think it compared to um to Saunderson. Yeah. Or fuck the world. Yeah. Basically saying how like the project just wasn't giving what it's supposed to. It felt like it was just something that just, just something to just throw out there for the meantime, just to just to satisfy the people. Um. Just satisfy the fans for a little while. Man, I'm not, I'm not taking this disrespect, man. Brent has literally never missed. Not ever? <laughs> never. That, the man never missed. There's only two artists currently that I feel like never missed. Benny the Butcher and Brent Fias. Benny Griselda. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Benny never yeah, Benny never missed on the verse. So um uh I've been listening to the Wicked Freestyle and Auto Wig. I really, really like that a lot. Channel Orange is the one-year anniversary of Channel Orange. I love Cleopatra and I love Pyramids. That is my fucking shit. Uh, that's forever be my favorite song. That you bring that album up, man. Like, man, I played Thinking About You the entire summer, man. I ran it out. Um, yeah. but, but anyways, like I always said, like in in the two in a um in the two thousand tens. Uh, from 2010 to 2019, that whole era, the best album within that whole nine nine year span was Channel Orange. I, I don't think you can show me a better project than Channel Orange. Nova King still aged well to me. I still play that shit. Like, yes, yeah, because so, to be honest with you, I don't think I heard an R&B album yet that still tops Channel Orange. Like, that's just how good it is. It, it, it was it, it, like that's why it's kind of like crazy that like when he had dropped Blonde, he couldn't really top it. Mm. Bl- yeah, I remember when Blonde I think Blonde came out 2017 mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah I, I wasn't really fucking with Blonde like that Because Blonde didn't Blonde didn't match that quality that Channel Orange gave you Like like I said, like Within that whole, I, I, I dare y'all to find me A better album that's better than Channel Orange in that, in that, Within that nine year span Okay Her came close I, I loved her album Her and Summer Walker came close, but it, it ain't better than Channel Orange yeah, Channel Orange is a classic. So I really, 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 I love her first project as well. It just, when that project came out, I was going through so much. And every single time I listened to like a song on that project, it was like, damn. It just takes me back to like what I was going through and like where I'm at now. So I just feel like so much growth. So kudos to her as well. Um, oh, so great. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right though. Um, I want to tell you like, what 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 are you feeling about like that's a lot of conversations that just keeps popping up and down, especially after the couple weeks. They saying aren't like especially like looking back, we see Usher, he did his tiny desk. We seen um the Mario, we seen the Mario and Omarion versus. 
we we seen a lot of throwback R and B and everybody comparing it to like now. Everybody is saying what the hell happened R and B. What do you think went wrong with it? It's no like it's no love R and B no more. Everybody want to be a rapper slash singer now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just basically we don't have that same attachment because we always want to put like I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. I, Drake has changed the dynamic of rapping R and B. When Drake came out with the melodic sounds, with the, with the rapping and the singing on the tracks, that changed the whole not dynamic because everybody want to be a street nigga. Look at Chris Brown. Everybody want to be a street nigga. So it's, it's really, really hard. And I feel like it's no love in R&B. Nobody feel like they need to cater to women no more. They don't feel like they need to show women love. They don't feel like they need to, like, you know, serenade people. Like, it's just, it's not none of that no more. Like, when I see Usher's Tiny Desk, and I heard him perform Confessions in, like, my way. And I'm like, damn, like, it's just so much soul and love in those tracks. Because it's like, I feel like a nigga serenade to me when he sang Superstar. Like, that tiny clip that went viral on social media, like, I felt like, damn, a nigga just serenades to me. I'm his superstar, you know what I'm saying? And that's how he see me. Like, but niggas don't make music like that no more. Like, it's a bitch. It's a hoe. I can have another bitch. It's just shit like that now. Why have one bitch when I can have five? Why have five bitches? You can have nine. I'll give you a bitch. You can have nine. You know, when you look at the society that we live in as now, you have a lot of most definitely female rappers saying like, oh, like city girls as well. Not not the chastise them. I fuck with them. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't about to fuck with a nigga if he ain't give me a band a week. Or I fuck with a nigga if a nigga gonna do this and that. But like, bro. You like I'm gonna keep it a stat. Like you bitches be like 19, 18, X and a X and a 20 and 19 year old nigga for like a band. What nigga gonna get that? Like a nigga just out here hustling like everybody else. Like, at the end of the day, no, like bro, we gotta be realistic. We all are not celebrities. We all most of the celebrities, most of your famous celebrities, they, they don't got the money they rap about. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we gotta be realistic. <laughs> and people need to, and you can say that again. Like, y'all, your favorite art is probably living off of a loan. Really, they living off of a loan that they got to pay back ten times than what they originally got the loan for. The worst loan ever, with the worst interest rate possible. Not even on a good interest rate. Literally, man, it's just like damn. Like we we just live in a whole different generation now, and plus social media plays a huge part in that. Well, niggas be super capping on the internet. And in real life, they struggling like a motherfucker. You know, we all not we all in general. I'm just saying a lot of society. They want to impress the internet. That's what they want to do. That's the type of shit we on, like, literally. Social media played a big part in that as well. When you think about, this, like, the state we live in and music as well, like, it's like, you don't get, it's no, like, it's no love out here, dog. So, it's good that you say that because, like, in social media, like, when, I remember, like, as the, as the toxic culture wrote Risen, Love became less and less common. Like just the piggy, just to you know, prior the conversation with Lauren London, she was like, you know, they Lauren London told Angie Martinez they desensitized death so much that it's just the fucking norm. No, like no one has courtesy when it comes to death either. So it's like people, it's no love in this world now. Huh. So. Like, what's your opinions about it? Oh man, like, oh, you. My opinion about it is like, okay, I say R and B died 
um, if I'm gonna give this, if, if I'm gonna uh, put um, a year on the cast, if I'm gonna put a year on the zone, I'm gonna say R&B died around 2014, because that's when I started like recognizing a little bit of a shift. And the reason why I say 2014, let's start with the boy August Alcina. He drops his first album called Testimony. I was y'all. I was a big August Alcina fan back then, but but at the same time, I, I noticed the shift in R&B. Like you know. I, August Alcina was listed as a R&B singer. The man had the swagger and he, and in the way how he delivered his voices and his cadences, he delivered all of his songs like a rapper would. Right. So he was deliver so he was delivering like R&B track like he was um like R&B tracks but with a but with a rap flow. Or he'll or he'll have trap beats playing on his R&B trap album. Mm. Let's see. And then, and then, and then, like you fast forward from that, and to, from 2014 to 2015, who do we get? We get Bryson Tiller, mm-hmm. who Trap. also what, what was a singer listed as an R&B singer, but he but when he performed his music and how he um performed his um how he performed his music, he had the cadence as a, of a rapper. His like his, his singing flow was like rap like like he re- he really delivers everything like like a hip hop artist would. He doesn't really feel like an R&B singer. He even called it trap soul, right? And then you also got like guys like the, the more melodic guys who would make good R&B singers. They over there trying to make trap records. So they they trying to rap and then they probably just singing on the hook a little bit, right? Like everybody, like dudes who actually have voices, they want to be like Quavo, cause they seeing Quavo like I'm not saying Quavo a good singer or anything, but they seeing what Quavo doing all the auto tune and then everybody feeling it. And then everybody's saying, like, okay, the dudes with vocals, they making music like this. We got guys like Rod Wave and stuff like that. They don't, those guys got voices for R&B, but these niggas want to be gangsters. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, uh, so I'm just on, so I'm thinking, like, it's like this. The industry saw August Alcina, they saw Bryson Tiller, and they wanted to push guys with voices to be more like rappers. And I think that's where, where, where the divide came. Mm. Yep, I feel that. That's no, that's that's true as fuck. Like literally, like there's no other way to say that. It's exactly how it sounds. Like people, it's literally people don't understand. Like R and B has died slowly and slowly and slowly. You get like these artists, like Tank, keep saying like, "Damn, like it's not changing, bruh." It's not like as we get older and as society keeps changing, R and B is gonna keep on dying, bro. Man, I, I think it had. Uh, I'm. I feel. I really feel like if somebody really come back with them kind of vibes, bro, they'll be the craziest artist ever, man. Right. But we haven't had an artist like really come out. We we haven't had an artist like Mario, uh, a Usher, or, or a young Chris Brown in a long time. That is true. So if somebody could really come out and make a true R&B album and not try to be a street dude with it, 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 it'll blow up. But we'll see because I, I, but at the same time, we got these Gen X got, I'm not my fault, not Gen X, I'm sorry. Gen Z people coming up like the Gen Z, the Gen Z turned, man. They don't want to hear no love music. That's true. That's true. That's true. So we'll see how it comes, but I feel like um, someone can make a comeback if they got the right vibe and the right sound. 
Yeah, it's, but it's going to have to happen slowly but surely. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't fuck with Brent Fires because it's not traditional R&B. People- Brent Fires, he's close to that vibe, but the problem is the man got... <laughs> The man is making he has he has the perfect voice, but he has rapper, he has trap rapper, he has future lyrics. Yeah, it's like I forgot. I don't know if it was a tweet. <laughs> the man literally has future lyrics. I don't know if it was a tweet, I don't know if it was a quote, but all I know is basically all I know is basically somebody said that Brent Fires wanted to be a rapper. And then next thing you know, he figured out that wasn't gonna work for him because he can really sing well. So he decided to morph into like a trap fucking singer. You know what I'm saying? I, true, true. I, I agree with that, but at least his his music doesn't really sound like trap beats though. Yeah, that's like, true. it. Sound like it sounds like old school R and B, but like but with the but the actual but his, but the actual message he's delivering it's not positive. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. In other words, man, we ain't never getting a. We're never getting the confessions. We never getting um uh incomplete by Cisco. We we not getting tracks like that no more. We not getting no superstar by Usher no more. We're not getting like a whole confessions album like that. Like it's gonna be real hard to bring that traditional. Oh, uh, 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 did you wrong by Pleasure P? I would. I, I really. You ain't like that song. Mm-mm, it wasn't for me. And you Woo-hoo, that's crazy. We ain't gonna get no tank, please. <laughs> Oh, oh. I mean, that, that one was fire. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was hot. Oh man, Maxwell's whole discography. Oh lord, Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell's a man of many trades for real. Oh, Maxwell is underrated, very much so. Like, um, but yeah, man, so that is the end of our music topic. So let's get into our show topic. So what have you been watching lately? Um, what have I been watching? I've been catching up on Snowfall um, because I wanted to see what the hype is about, y'all. And, I, and I've been watching a little bit on P-Valley. I'm a little late. I'm halfway through the season. Y'all already spoiled me, so I already know what goes on in the same thing with Snowfall. Um, I'm getting to the point with Snowfall where they say um, John Singleton dies. And then um, and then you see the episodes um, becoming... Uh, you can see they ran out of material, and it's and, and it's interesting about that. It and what's interesting about that is, um, I, you you are you familiar with like the '80s crack era and the like who the drug lords at that time were? Um, I'm not really super familiar, but I know some. Uh, do you know um the real Rick Ross, not rapper Rick Ross, yeah. like freeway Rick Ross? Yeah, he was rocked, locked up for a, a while. Yeah, like I feel like Snowfall is based off of his life, and it's and then I went on um YouTube. I was looking at this. I'm like, when I was first watching Snowfall, I'm like, bro, this look like the story of Rick Ross. Okay, I watched a Vlad interview with Freeway Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, y'all, and he was talking about like, yeah, he had beef with John Singleton about that because he said he gave John Singleton the script to his movie, and then John Singleton went and made Snowfall. I was like, oh, I found this interesting. And then the writers, and this is after John Singleton dies, the writers um, of Snowfall saying they they admitted to him, they admitted to Freeway Rick Ross that they ran out of material and they tried to reach out to him to supervise the show so they could get more material. So if you feel like Snowfall isn't the same, that is why. Mm. So as yeah. like, soon as so so soon as I see all the random stuff start happening, I'm gonna just drop the show. Yeah, because like I'm like. The last season, like I like, 
I ain't spoil it, but a lot of random shit was happening. A lot. <laughs> they, they're just making up stuff at that point, man. But yeah, I, I hope Freeway Rick Ross actually gets the movie that he's been trying to make for years. Because that man got a story to tell. Uh, and it's not like a drug dealer story. Like, it's kind of like Snowfall. Because I like, when, when soon as they bought up that Nicaragua war, I'm like, what? Yeah, Freeway Rick Ross was involved in, like, he was involved with a plug from, from the Nicar- from Nicaragua and how the and how the United States government was um involved in trafficking co- trafficking cocaine to the states. I'm like, like if this would have been a movie with a good budget, bro, man, he'll have a top selling movie, man. I, I I really hope somebody gives him a chance because his story needs to be told. I feel like shit, Fifty Cent, need to go ahead and get that nigga like a deal or something because he, he give me everybody else one. But, man, you think Fifty got the bread to make a movie, not a show, but a yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, he can get yes. Well, a- to make this movie work, it got to be high budget, now. Yeah, I feel like yes, like he's like fifty, like fifty cent is making a whole Key Bond movie. A Key Bond movie? What? Yeah. Oh man, I got to see how this turned out. So I feel like, and most, and every single time, only thing that was terrible with Fifty was that Tommy shit. The Tommy spinoff, the writing just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like whoever, I feel like they probably rushed the writing development too much because shit didn't make sense. And that's why it wasn't renewed because the shit just didn't make sense. Now, the beautiful thing about the Freeway Rick Ross story is he doesn't have to write it. The, the like, story's already written. He just has to bring it to life. Right. Just like, just like the BMF shit, he just brought it to life. Exactly. That story's already written. Like, to be honest, like BMF shouldn't have been a show. That should have been a movie. Like big big me some story needs to be a movie as well. Man, I'd rather watch it in in, in a show form because no. it, it gives you more. Man, I don't man, I feel like they, they they I feel like they missing the mark, man. Oh no, I can't I can't respect it. If you ain't never seen it, I can't I can't respect your your, your commentary on it. I know you I know you said that you know the story, but actually seeing it like visually I Stuff, it's like it to me. I, look at the, like, I look at clips and I look at parts of the episodes. Like it, they, they missing the mark, man. Because like what? Because what the show is saying, and then the, like the people who have actually been there, it, it, it is totally different. Like the stories that the people who've been there are telling are way more epic than what you're seeing on TV. Well, everything you can't get in fucking one fucking movie. That's why I feel like he's scratching it out with fucking like a series. I'm. Mean, these days, that's why I say that's why I say you need the budget because these days, on uh, creative, you ain't noticed movies damn near three hours long now. I Doctor Strange. I'm mean, not Doctor Strange. I watched Story yesterday. That movie was two hours long. The last movie I saw before that, I was watching the Batman movie. That movie was three hours long. Mm. So if we can get a movie. So if we can get the budget to make like a two two and a half hour or three hour movie. We can get everything in there. Well, you better go watch the Boosie movie. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Great to fucking too. Oh man, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Boosie movie on Tubi. Nah, it ain't on Tubi, but like oh, I'm about to say, man. I was like, man, I was about to watch it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm in money bag. Yo, just go to that movie. Somebody said, wait, go be on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect, no. Yeah. Yeah, disrespectful. <laughs> oh, man. 
Girl, that's disrespectful, man. Hell, disrespectful. But yeah, the only thing I've been watching is P Valley. Like the episode this week was very, very deep. Um, and I can just say, like, a lot of people go through trauma. Like I said before, if you don't have anyone to talk to, I recommend seeking therapy. Um, it's just as black people, we have been through a lot throughout history, and it's a lot of trauma. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like growing up in, you know, in the hood or, you know, going to prison, going to solitary confinement, you know, being isolated from your family or just, just going through whatever you're going through that's traumatizing and you are traumatic can most definitely be, it can't, it can be worked out and can try to be healed. Cause I feel like you don't need to carry, carry that burden and that stress. And that's like I said, it's just, it's just too much. Like the episode way heavy on my heart. The episode was called Demons, and it's, it's, it's just a lot. Like like I said, like please, y'all, please seek help. Because mm-hmm. I don't, like, as Black people, it just, we already go through a lot. And just be able to, like, to lose your life over something you can't control mentally, just seek therapy. Um, but yeah, that is the end of the show's topic because I don't want to ruin the show. I want you to most definitely see the episode when you get to season two. So it just it was really trauma. It was really a lot of trauma in that episode, and I feel like whoever the writers is, like I said, this season with P Valley, they it's like from season one to season two, they missed a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? But the writing is really good in season two. But it's 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 just like from season it's just a lot of shit that was missing because they they because you know when you build a story in season one you gotta keep that same keep that same consistency it wasn't a lot of consistency with season two with the writing but the writing is still good you know um but because we you know a lot of people we point out this that and this that and third but it's still a really good show kudos to the writers um and everything on P Valley um but yeah so let's get into things that's on our mind this week so what's on your mind this week. Um, what's on my mind this week is how I'm going to make it to the end of the week. Yeah, man. Like, vice versa as well, y'all. Like, I told y'all, like, previously I started an um, internship. I was definitely trying to figure out how your girl going to make it through as well. It's just a, it's a lot of teens that be going on. So we trying to make sure we can prevail, you know, trying to get this money, get this job, make it, make everything happen. You feel me? Um, That's what we at, you know what I'm saying? Getting money mentality all 2022. You feel me? Amen. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, that's the only thing I got going. That's on my mind, get money. Um, but yeah, the question of the day, I wanted to just, I want to talk about something different because I got a tweet that's like kind of going viral on um on Twitter. If you guys don't know, go to the Introverted Hippie Podcast Twitter. Um, we on all social media platforms. It's Introverted Hippie Podcast, and like it was a tweet that basically said about black women with their hair. I'm just gonna read the tweet out because it really stuck with me especially being a, a black woman, it stuck with me a lot. So let me just read it. Uh, it says, it takes a lot of confidence, self-love, and acceptance to wear your 4 natural hair in its shrinking natural state. You know why? Because people don't like that shit. Like, let's stop pretending. And basically what I said was, for real, even as a young child, they don't like the natural hair. And the reason why I say that, you know, we got documentaries on good hair with Chris Rock. You know, all the whole debacle with the Will Smith situation, with the alopecia and shit. And then, you know, being a black woman growing up in a black household, you know, it was always we had to relax our hair. 
you know, we wanted to like appease other people to be natural, to be straight, to be relaxed. You know what I'm saying? And then just actually, you know, growing out of that stage and being like, hey, them chemicals are damaging my hair, bringing the chemicals in my body. So I want to fucking, you know, be natural. You know what I'm saying? Just let my hair grow out my scalp as it normally does and just decide to, you know, just wear it out and actually decide to protect it. And it's just a lot of shit that goes on. I know when I wear my natural hair out, my, my daddy don't like it. My daddy, every single time I wear my natural hair out and, and I go home, my, my first thing, the first question that's asked to me is, when are you get your like, why are you walking around like that? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it was a dude I was talking to like a long time ago. He didn't like natural hair as well. You know what I'm saying? He, he liked the girls to wear weave and, you know what I'm saying, just to, you know, either their hair to be flat, you know, either to be straight or just to have some type of like wig on. It's just like, I just feel like, even it's, it's I just feel like as a black woman, we go through. I'm going to let you give your two cents on it, but I just feel like we go through a lot. Even a tweet was like, a tweet was going on by our own social media as well was like, oh, whenever I wear my natural hair out, oh, y'all black men don't want to talk to me. Y'all black men only want to talk to me when my hair is in a wig or I'm in braids, but y'all don't want to talk to me when my natural hair out. And a nigga was like, it's not your natural hair, it's your face. You feel me? But it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like as a black woman with our hair situation, like they always say, your hair is your temple, but we go through so much with it. But I want to hear your two cents about it. <laughs> hey, man, like, 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 you know, like the infamous words of Joe, I'm gonna stay out of women's business. <laughs> but no, I want to hear it from a man's perspective because it's just like, you know, a man's perspective in women's business is not needed. Okay, cool, cool. But I just feel like it's just a lot. Now, it's out to the Supreme Court. All right, well, I guess we can talk about that so can you can you deal with your partner that's cheating so basically was saying how like lebron james um he's like a habitual cheater and like one of the girls from bad girls club um christina she was basically saying how like she was trying to pursue a music career and you know he decided to slide in her dms and they, you know they was conversing for a little while and then he asked to fly her out and shit like that but lo, but lo and behold, she found out she he was married. She said she didn't watch sports, so she didn't know really no shit. Then she found out that he was married. She was like, "Yo, she you don't watch sports, and you don't know who LeBron. You don't have to watch the NBA to know who LeBron." Is. But she said she. I never play. knew who. I never knew. I never watched Michael Jordan play basketball, but I knew he was that boy. But she said, "I don't fuck with married men like that." But like I said before, a lot of these you don't we don't know what these motherfucking niggas do behind closed doors, and at the end of the day, it's just like. We don't know what their relationship is. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to stop you there. Because yeah, we're not about to drag Bron Bron on the pod. Bron Bron has been an example for the community since he jumped in the game. We're not doing this, bro. Bron Bron did not cheat. She is lying. And if he hopped in the DM, where the fuck the DM at? I'm not standing for this shit. Black men don't cheat? I ain't saying that. Yes, black men don't cheat. But LeBron, LeBron is a... LeBron is the example of what a stable man is. Mm. I, I'm not. I'm not, not going to stand for that shit. No. <laughs> like you gonna come for, if you're going to come for the king like that, you best not miss. Where the proof? I don't know. This shit with a DM. Hey, man, no. A DM? Where the fuck is this DM at, man? People been faking DMs all the time. Bro, man, bro, if LeBron, all right, if LeBron and, and gets caught up in the cheating scandal, bro, that shit gonna be just as, I, that shit gonna be just as bad as Tiger Woods. 
Facts. That shit gonna be worse than Tiger Woods. They said Tiger Woods is a whole sex addict. Bro, man, man, I, oh man, they said Tiger Woods' story was crazy, dog. Oh man, yeah, he, yeah, he was wild. Yeah, he was a whole sex addict, man. They said like before he go even swing a golf club, he had it on strokes on. Oh, like could could you be could you be a swinger? Could I be a swinger? I don't feel comfortable answering this on the pod. Did I think about it? Did I think about it? I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Did I think about it? Yes. But the idea of like, but, but part of being a swinger is you had to be comfortable with another dude stroking your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It, you, yeah, so so it can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have you literally have to become and then yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole lot that goes on with that. I don't know. And then what if and what if this dude like he come out with a whole what if he come out with a whole nine inch, a whole ten inch, like bruh, bruh yeah, your girl gone cuz like I say, y'all I don't like big dick. Give me like a nice average little little car. Man, man, cuz come out with a goddamn tent. Uh, man, no, man, your girl gone forever. But what? What Kevin Samuels say? You got a big dick. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> like, like that shit gonna be bananas. And then like, I mean, he pull out the whole ten inch now. Your girlfriend and then the wife that you think you about to smash both getting on him. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at the nigga like Yo, he got the meats, bro. This real Arby's right here. Bro. <laughs> Got the meat, like. I'm like, man, this is that, that's so crazy shit. Like, <laughs> y'all thinking too much into it, but that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, yeah, man, like, like, Craig, would you? And then it's on top of that, you had to like really be 100% secure that your partner isn't gonna go anywhere. And I don't feel like a lot of people. I don't think, feel like a lot of people are that comfortable with their partner to even try that. That's why I feel like you gotta lose, you gotta really be like you really have to be friends with your partner. Like you really gotta be able to be mad comfortable with your partner to like y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? And if like y'all could be open to try different shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like I don't. I mean, you could be. Uh, I mean, y'all could be close and real, be, be like real open, but some people, some people just got a boundary, and that's just not a boundary that they gonna cross because. Like yeah, yeah, man. Like I have, like I've met women that says like, oh man, they would love to have a threesome, but they don't want to share their man. That's just a boundary that they have, and they don't want to cross that because they're like, uh, that that could go wrong. Like, what if you finish in, in the other girl instead of her? Yeah, like I said, like, what if it looked like you having a good time with her instead instead of the other girl? You yeah. know, like oh oh, you gonna put your hand in my butt like that? Maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you don't be going that hard when you be going with me. Maybe I'm just a different breed of woman. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, not swinging. Could you swing? I'm not answering this on the podcast. <laughs> you know, nah, you just had me answer it. Fuck that. I'm not, I'm not answering that. Like, answer I said, it. No, no, answer it. We'll find out on the next episode. Oh, hell no. Nah, this ain't Dragon Ball Z. No, we need it. <laughs> no, cuz. We gonna find out that's that's the answer. So yeah, guys. So oh my god, no, no, no. We not getting off this hard until you answer the question. Yeah, find on the next episode. No, no, no. Yeah, finger man. So yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, guys. If you made it this far, I'm getting low. All right, this is my last episode. (laughs) If you made it this far, guys, we appreciate you for 
sticking with the pod, listening to the pod. I know, like, you know, the upload schedule will be crazy, and I'm sorry, but, you know, your girl just, you know, doing a lot of teens, but we're going to get it right. But, yeah, guys, that's the end of the episode. So, most definitely send all your questions to the Introverted Hippie Podcast at gmail.com. And also, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube page. And also, you know, engage the Twitter, TikTok, and all the fun jazz we have on socials, guys. But, yeah, so at each end of the podcast, we like to release negative and toxic energies to release music. So, what's going to be your release music today? Fuck you. It's going to be my uh, my release music until you answer the question. Okay. Well, yeah, guys. So I guess my release music. Man, play Big Sean. I don't fuck with you. Okay. Um, that's, you know, I love Big Sean. But um, I guess my release music is going to be Nardo Wicks Wicked's Freestyle, y'all. So, yeah, that is the end of the podcast. And tell people where to find you on socials, Trey. Man, y'all, I ain't even trying to blow up on socials. I want to be low-key my whole life. Okay, cool. Well, y'all, you always can find me at the Introverted Hippie Podcast at Twitter, at whatever socials that you guys are kicking with. You know, your girl's there. But yeah, guys, we'll see you again next week. Love the night. Mm-hmm.